0: <laughs> Let's do this. All yeah. right, yeah, I'm feeling much better already. Welcome to Friendboys Music Therapy, a truly awful place to learn about music. <laughs> uh, this week, we are learning about the
1: album Music to be Murdered by, which is the 11th studio album of legendary Detroit rapper
0: Eminem. Let's do it. Hello, this is Friendboys Music Therapy. Take a seat and we'll be with you shortly. Okay, a couple of things we need to know about this record. Let's hear it. Firstly... Uh, the album is brought to us by Aftermath Entertainment, Interscope Records and Shady Records. Thank you so much to them. Really yes, appreciate it. Yeah, they've been delivering for over 15 years, 20 years now. <laughs> Incredible stuff. <laughs> um, album title and cover art are a throwback to uh, an album that was re- released in 1958 mm-hmm. by a guy called Jeff Alexander. The album was called Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> presents music to be murdered by. Yeah. So... Uh, he's obviously take and, he, and he's, and he's like tweeted about how, he, how it's a, a direct reference to this album. Yeah. Even the album cover of like Eminem, there's a version of it with his axe and a gun to his head. The original album was Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock doing, fuck that me. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock doing exactly the same thing. The music is ki- on the original album was kind of like creepy film music. Like horror, horror classical. Yeah. Horror yeah. Drama. But narrated by Alfred Hitchcock. So on, on Is Eminem's- the whole album narrated by Alfred Hitchcock?
1: Or just like the, the beginnings, like on this album.
0: Like on this album. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So Eminem has take, pretty much taken those samples directly and right. used them for, for this record. Um, he just remade the other person's album. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> With 20 aggressive rap songs instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, he took it in a different direction. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anything we need to know from
1: you? Uh, nope, uh, other than, I mean, everyone knows Eminem pretty well at this point, I
0: feel, yeah. and his, uh, his vibe. All right, let's, then let's get into the music. Let's Musical musings and me. Musical music. <laughs> musical, music. <laughs> musical music, musical music, musical music, music. Yes. Oh, so, here we go. As we like to do, we're starting <laughs> with the first song on the record. The first song is called Premonition. Mm. Now, if if you would give me the the grace of taking taking it down a, a little tone. Um, <laughs> This is actually not a great way to start a record Yeah, where you've made an entire career or basically not, that's a bit harsh, but you, you are very well known for your lyrics that are very aggressive towards mm. women. Yes. And it's something you might maybe grow out of. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is how the record- and it, Isn't a premonition
1: like a vision of something that comes true? <laughs> yeah, I suppose.
0: <laughs> anyway, this is how the album starts. <laughs> So yes, yeah. this is what it is, huh? Yep. Yeah. If you had <laughs> one moment, thing obvious you know, <laughs> we ain't never gonna see eye to eye. <laughs> like, yeah, we get it, man.
1: Yeah, and he, I love that he says, "I guess this is what it is." As if he wasn't the one that chose to do it, it's like it was forced on him. He's like, "Well, I guess we have to do an album about murdering a woman."
0: <laughs> it's like that thing. It's like if everyone you meet in life is a dickhead. Yeah, odds are that you're the dickhead. So it's like if every female that you have a relationship with is <laughs> like this so horrific, like devil woman. Yeah, maybe Who, like you can't trust. Yeah, yeah and, like, exactly. You're constantly questioning maybe like, their motives rare. for being. Anyway, with you. I was just like, again with with this theme, this trope. Yeah, um, this should be fun. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But having said that, that song when it kicks in, yeah. uh, production comes from Dr Dre and and mm-hmm. and and, and uh, a couple other people. The beat is fire. I hate saying that. The beat is good. It is straight fire. Yeah, but what is that vocal doing there? No idea. It's not a chorus. I don't know what she said. It just starts the song. Yeah. It's not really obvious yeah. what she's why it's um part of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not particularly good. Nope. <laughs> um, it doesn't add a lot. No, it d- totally to the, doesn't to add file. anything. Um so like that's how he's chosen to start his record. Yeah. Arguably uh not the best move. But um on that note, there are basically my my section here, I'm going to talk about the choruses and like the mm-hmm. hooks on the record. Jake wants to get into the lyrics. So there's a couple of things. There's a couple of feature choruses and there's a couple of choruses that Eminem sings. The first one I wanted to play is from the song, You Gone Learn. <laughs> and for me, just like a, a very boring, dull chorus on a pretty dull song.
2: Hmm. <laughs> What's happening? I'm a product of properly hopping about of that poverty, profiting off of copping and swapping that property out for a possible monopoly. Try not to
0: adopt my father's old philosophies. Same time, I'm praying to God that everything works out at his colonoscopy. So, having said all of that, Royce 59 kills it. He does. He does that. He does. In um, general, on in, Eminem albums, yeah, I would say totally. Um, it seem to be like he just brings them everywhere. Why wouldn't you? When you, you, yeah, <laughs> and like uh, I looked, I've kind of looked forward to the, a lot of the feature verses on this record. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so on that note of like choruses, where you are just like uh, you, you told me you actually like that chorus.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Wanna, I thought you were moving on, but yeah, I actually <laughs> think that that song was was one of the best on the on the album and um the chorus was I thought it was really interesting it actually changes if memory serves correctly from each time and there's a different sort of element and it leads into the verses really well um, and yeah. I thought it was one of Eminem's best verses was on that
0: well I'm glad that's how you felt about it because yeah. for me it just dragged a lot Um and however oh uh, go on no no go on I was just going to say that once
1: again it proves that different people do like different <laughs> things which is <laughs> that's, a, that's one of
0: our something uh, a wise friend once told me Yeah, and it's totally. always stuck with me <laughs> <laughs> um there's a song that features Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah, there sure is. Uh he's he's worked with Eminem before to uh is varying degrees of <laughs> varying no, degrees no, of, of success. But <laughs> how basically my point is how many of these choruses is Ed Sheeran gonna churn out over the like Oh yeah, we have one on the uh the Stormzy. We have one on the Stormzy, like uh, the Burnham recently. uh what's it called? Own it. Own it, yeah. Um he was on uh it, 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 I'll, I'm going to play it. basically sounds like every other in the club Ed Sheeran chorus that he's ever done. um At me. It's one of
2: those kind of nights. If said, you want to go hard tonight, oh, well then the smoke and the bottle
0: around me. Uh,
2: Slip into the red dress, you like, when we arrive, we probably won't leave. Eye. I love the way you move like that when you push your body on oh oh my, on
0: oh my. my. You want to smoke, drink, dance until the sun rises. It's, it's one, one of, of those, those
1: kind of nights. Night. The beat
2: keeps taking me back like my ex.
0: So <laughs> what, what on earth, like it, that sounds like one of the B side, like choruses that Ed Sheeran may have written and been like, this is kind of shit. Yeah, like, I'm not going to use this on the, on any of my songs so true. Yeah. and just like send it off to Eminem, yeah. the biggest like rapper <laughs> of the last 10, 20 years. I was like, yeah, this will do. He's like, if, you can use it if you want. Yeah. I'm right? <laughs> like,
1: yeah. It's interesting on that bit as well that like the tone of the way that Ed Sheeran talks about women talking about like dancing with them and like having a good time yeah. is so starkly opposed to Eminem talking about like sexually abusing a waitress and oh, then fucking her Oh, that is a weird her line. Her. Oh, so strange. And it's like, doesn't it sound um, it, like a joke. It's so, yeah. I don't know what he's doing there. But then the, the just like the way of looking at a, a fun night with a woman <laughs> from his eyes is like having a good time dancing together in a club and Eminem is just like abusing them and like oh yeah it's a
0: yeah yeah it's it couldn't be more stuck is the point i'm trying to make yeah i don't know man like what <laughs> <laughs> they obviously got some kind of relationship like yeah they they like must. working together or whatever but like didn't work for me at all and what's he doing on there ed like don't... he's just spreading the spreading the bills around getting some money like i hope so yeah i hope he is yeah um but also like that song's embarrassing. The, like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm I'm done with that song. Let's move on. Um, the next one is a song called Ya Ya. and I wanted to play this because it's kind of like a throwback to Cypress Hill kind yeah. of choruses, which I always hated. I always found Cypress Hill really annoying to listen to, even though they're like, you know, massively like respected and in, in like the yeah. It's one of those things where like something can be really
1: influential or like you know ahead of its time, but then. Much, I don't like to- it doesn't you know. age
0: well at all anyway yeah yeah, yeah enjoy <laughs> Bum, bum, stickity bum. <laughs> That's what that song does for me. Oh my god! I know another killer verse
1: from Royster Five Nine yeah, and our uh, and Black Thought as well, which is so sick. It's one
0: of the best verses on the album, I reckon. Black Thought absolutely hammers it. Kills the, it. The weird thing about this song is it probably has some of the best rapping on the whole album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the beat and the chorus are so hard to listen to. I was just like. No, I don't have the stamina to listen to yeah. this. Even if it's like the some of the best lyricism. I do I do wonder whether they sort of it was
1: almost like a challenge to rise to on that. Because like a lot of the track is about paying homage to like the Grandmasters of Rap. Yeah. And then like them trying to rap on that track. It's like a bit
0: of a like It's like even, a handicap. Even this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, god damn. But it did grow on me, I have to say. Um that's good because the next <laughs> the next thing I wanted to talk about. So those are some of the feature choruses mm. on the record. Eminem sings, Eminem famously sings quite a lot of his own choruses. He likes to do it. He yeah. likes to get involved. Sometimes it works super well. <laughs> Obviously, the biggest, the greatest example of that is lose yourself. Um but sometimes it's his voice just doesn't cut it. It's like mm. an angry, whiny. And they, they try and layer the voice to make, yeah. kind of fill it out a bit because you've got quite a thin voice when he's singing but on what's this, a thin voice as opposed to a thick voice uh, uh well I guess it, it comes down to like the the lower frequencies uh, generated by your voice like oh, okay like uh, kind of nasally and uh, I mean, so it has no, no bass to it it's got no like... yeah I guess I guess that's probably a good way of, and and like yeah. I don't actually know how to like describe a, a fat voice and a, and a thin voice, but like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, this song is called Never Love Again. I thought it could be a quite a sweet song if, if he wasn't singing it. Mm. Um, tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Never
2: love again. The way I loved you. <laughs> Did you find someone new? Are you doing this with them? Cause I remember when, I remember when you was mine, yeah We were inseparable at one time, yeah You know my love for you was undying, yeah You used
0: to always have mine So I down with Lee cause I'm too cowardly to leave you Like, the way you loved you It's like an angry frog, <laughs> like Kermit the Frog kind of like I don't know, that, that sounds harsh, but it's just like uh, The next song I'm going to play again is a chorus that he sings mm. And on some of his later albums, he's, the choruses that he's sung have just been pretty like pretty average. Um, I, I don't I think know. It's hard to disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. Like even like maybe the only one that kind of worked off his later albums was that song "Not Afraid," but even that like could have been better if it was someone else singing it. Anyway, um, the last song I wanted to play was a mm. song called "Farewell," um, and this one was interesting for me because it's like three and a half minutes, and he's singing this chorus, which is like uh, kind of like. A- <laughs> bit hard to listen to and then at the very end of the song there's a little thing that happens that I wanted to bring to everyone's <laughs> attention and I wanted to basically ask the question like what were they thinking um, <laughs> here we go farewell I
2: gotta tell on'
0: go <laughs> So what's happening here is that Eminem has released a song, pretty good groove, like nice kind of like reggae up tempo thing. Yeah, yeah. Um and he's given us the pleasure of singing this quite like aggressively like um uh, ish, uh, ish chorus, mm. if if that makes any sense. And then at the very end of the song, all of a sudden this like beautiful, like <laughs> melodious voice comes out of nowhere and just like An oasis. Yeah, <laughs> and it just kind of like, fades into the background. And you're like, wait, 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 what's this? What was that? that come back, come back. <laughs> and I and I I took the liberty of uh taking that section and turning it up for y'all. It's just it's actually the backing track on this song is, is taken from an original song by a guy called Sarani called No Games. Mm. And this is the chorus of that song. And I ask you, the listener, why wasn't this just taken as the chorus for the Eminem song? Because it would have made the whole thing way better. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: not the most Eminem
0: of, totally, of sound. Totally not, but yeah. like I think that would have I think that would have worked so well. Go and check out the song No Games by Serani because it's actually a bit of a bang. It came out like ten years ago. No. That's cool. Yeah, 10 years ago. 2010. Yeah. Um the, the other thing about those choruses as well is
1: when he's singing them, it's sort of like in other songs a bit of relief from his voice. Because Otherwise, the album is an hour and six minutes of him basically shouting angrily at you, which is really exhausting at yeah, a certain point. totally. Like, like there's so many uh, bars of his that are just like aggressive so that having that uh, chorus that, that's a bit more melodic and breaks up the, the feel is such a relief yeah, that t- t- is taken away from you when he then when also he, sings
0: the chorus. Yeah, that's a really good point. He's like a victim of his own success because he has been pretty much like omnipresent for the last 20 years on the radio. You've heard his voice so much. He's got a very distinct voice. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as you say, there's 20 songs on this record. And when he sings the chorus, as well as like extremely like wordy, like aggressive rapping, there's no like chill rapping on this record from him at all. It's just like, man, we need a break. Yeah. We need a break from like that frequency
1: range, Mm -hmm. just like. There's also that you were talking about before, um, before we started recording about like there's like a clash of the the sound with his voice as well because like the, the, as in there's a lot of modern sounds mm. on this record, particularly I guess with the features as well, but that sort of clashes with his
0: voice, which is very synonymous with. Totally. It kind of like period. defined that period of music. Yeah. So I don't know if, if, if it's possible for him to like do something, to, to not be like yeah. out of place in the modern m- music age. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is harsh, but like, but, but, but true. Totally. Like, totally. It's, it's, it is jarring. It it's is, jarring.
0: It is jarring. Okay. All right. That's it for me. Let's get into Clangers. Welcome to Clangers. The section where I'm
1: going to take a deep. <laughs> Welcome to Clangers, everybody. Uh, the section of this show where we're going to look, take a look at the lyrics, both the good and the bad. And the ugly.
0: Clangers. Clangers. Clangers.
1: Clangers. So there's a lot to digest on this album, which is to be expected. I felt so bad for you this week. Oh, there's so much to go through. I don't
0: think there's ever been an album with more lyrics on it. In history,
1: potentially. <laughs> like some of the, the speed at which he delivers words times an hour and six minutes gives you a lot. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're going to start with a few, let's say traditional clangers, which okay. is just something that you might find mildly entertaining from the song, Marsh. Yeah,
2: so all of y'all can just suck a penis. Suck a penis. <laughs> I'll, do I'll do the opposite, eat your pussies like cunnilingus, like cunnilingus. There ain't no stopping it, there ain't no stopping it. They, they say, say I'm such a
1: genius. genius. Such a genius. <laughs> <laughs> such a, so there's two questions that come from this little stanza. Okay. Uh, one, is that genius? <laughs> and secondly, is eating pussy the opposite of sucking dick? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I've never been asked that question before. <laughs> Is it the opposite? Is it the opposite? It's a hard question. No, it's not. It totally isn't. It can't I, be. I don't think so
1: either. I think it's a spectrum. <laughs> and They are the opposite sides. Um, sorry, the wind keeps banging the door and it keeps sounding like someone's going Doof, trying to get into the house. But uh, it's Eminem is furious about this. They movie. are the opposite. <laughs> um, a bit later in that song, another traditional clangor.
2: An alien, how could I hit a dry spell? Yeah. I'm named after the wetlands. I'm Marshall.
1: No. <laughs> this world, uh-huh. on my chest. Superman. Like it's pearl. <laughs> oh. How yeah. could he hit a dry spot? He's
0: named after the wetlands. He's Marsh. And? <laughs> Marsh and Marshall. <laughs> also, know. sorry, just after that, mm. he says, it's on my chest, Superman, yeah. a reference to maybe the song Superman, yeah. like it's a pearl. Is he saying that he has a pearl necklace? <laughs> Like a Tobelo style, poem yeah, is. like um, a like a sexy style. He must be. That, that would add up. That would, yeah. That sounds like <laughs> Eminem to me. Interesting.
1: <laughs> um There's so many uh, clangers on of this nature on this album. Picking two t- or however many you can pick as many as you wanted. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot because he just does so many of these like workplace. Some of them aren't as strong as others. Basically. Yeah. Um. Anyway, a bit later. Oh no no! In the song Godzilla. Um, he does this. (laughs)
2: <laughs> with the venom and eliminate him. Other words I'm mean, intimate, mean, I don't wanna hurt him, but I did him in a fit of rage, I'm murdering again. Nobody will have I kill him. Everything is generated. Renegade him, I make anybody oh, who wanna with yeah. Don't nobody want it, but they're gonna get it anyway. I'm beginning to feel like I'm mentally ill. I'm a be killer, be killed, killer be the vanilla gorilla. You bringing a killer within me out of me. You don't be to be the, the demon me, it be every bit of me's the epitome. Of a spitter. when I'm in the vicinity, motherfucker, you better duck you finna be dead the minute you run into me. hundred percent oh. me. you a me. am i got money and I'm, I'm not afraid them.
1: Man, stop. Fuck. Yeah, stop. (laughs) So this poses another question, which I can pose to you and you can pose to yourself, which is that he um, is a big critic of like the new form of rap. Like, you know, he's criticized mumble rap as a thing. And my question in light of that particular part of the song is like, is that any better? Like, I understand
0: that technically it's harder to do, obviously. I mean, that is like insanely difficult to do. I don't even know if that's actually possible to do live. Right. Like but, there's but, no breath in that whole take.
1: Yeah. But like, if you're doing like, you know, a show of like world's craziest talents or something like that would be a cool trick. But <laughs> in terms of like writing a song that people listen to, like, I don't know that whatever the fuck he just said, other than white gorilla um, <laughs> is more powerful than any mumble rap, because at least with it, like mumble rap, at, you can sort of get something from it. That like, I, what can you take from that?
0: Dude, he's really fucking good at rapping, like technically really good at rapping. Like, that's just a flat. It's like, it's like some like amazing jazz musician taking a shot at punk musicians for not being good enough at their instrument. But, yeah. but it really, it's about making an emotional connection with the audience. So like, I mean, yeah, that that's where I come. Yeah. Yeah,
1: totally. I like I think that would be a cool like you know Instagram story to post or something like it's something just like a capsule that's that's separate because it is obviously pretty
0: impressive. But oh, it's it's insanely impressive. Like the fact that you could do that and then with diction as well that you can act like yeah. even though I can't remember what he's talking about as he's doing it, you can you can understand the words. Yeah, sure so, um, I couldn't, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Is and also like when you look it up, you can actually follow what he's saying and he is saying stuff. But yeah, it, I don't know, it, but, but like. Maybe what you're saying is, who cares? We know he's a good rapper. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. All right. So
1: that's basically the, uh, just like the traditional clangers, like the, the bits that I'm just like, whatever. The, the other ones are, well, they are also clangers, but they're sort of more thematic. So there's a few times ah, on this album All right, here we go. <laughs> in, uh, where he seems to just be really reaching for shock value or like referencing something controversial and like unless it's just a, a like something that he does to try and stay relevant, I'm not quite under I'm not quite sure of the, the value of him doing so. Um, so the first one is something that's been talked about quite a bit from from Unaccommodating. It goes like this.
2: I <laughs> the I'm Man,
1: so, th- yeah, this has caused a bit of controversy. I don't know if you've heard it because he, he says at one point, I'm contemplating yelling bombs away on the game like I'm outside of an Ariana Grande concert waiting. So that's a reference to the Manchester bombing in yeah. which like 20 people died and was obviously pretty traumatic. Yeah. A <laughs> bit more than pretty traumatic. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like it. So that's the first bit and it's
0: all within six bars of each other. They're mm-hmm. like, what, what's the point? Of that. What's the point of saying of referencing that and almost like joking about it rather than
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like it just
0: seems really, really tasteless. It does. It just seems really
1: tasteless. And I, I'm I'm sympathetic to some aspects of this album which have been criticized, which I'll go into later, particularly on the song Darkness. Um, but this to me is an example of just like kind of being out of touch. Yeah, I think so. And he also says in the chorus they want to John Benami. Which is like they want to murder me, and the reason that it's John Bonet is because that there was a six-year-old uh, Miss USA pageant who got murdered by a pedophile. That's John Bonet. That's who she is. So he's saying they want to kill me, and he's using her name to like say that. It's just bizarre. It's yeah, like it's just completely like honestly, it's just completely unnecessary. I don't.
0: I <laughs> I struggle with it. Like I guess I guess it's more important that we talk about this during the song Darkness. Because that's a completely different way of approaching something like this. One hundred percent, and I, I, totally I think, agree. yeah, what you're saying is that like, if you're capable of doing of approaching these sensitive topics in that way, what are you doing doing it with such like a, a ham-fisted like? Yeah, ins- not sense, You don't have to be sensitive. but You just have to be like aware and like. I I, I just don't understand what value that adds to the um to
1: the song to the song or, because he, like it, it's not like the song is about. Um, yeah, into totally those is. things or anything like that. It's just like a reference that comes out of nowhere to to just replace the word kill. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway, in the song Yeah Yeah, this one is even more pertinent because this one feels like a real desperate grab for relevance. Let's hear it. Like
2: a spider crawling up your spinal column, I'm climbing all up the side of the asylum wall and diving a pile of styrofoam. You're yeah, like a vagina problem do a diabolical we'll guy in a collar, just trying to ball if it's tight. Sty- well, fuck you, just find me, double time the rhyming. I leave you me that's why they still can't find me like the Riley. I'ma show you what I mean when they call me the Harvey Weinstein of 2019. I'm a conniving when I'm on the mic, I'm stand out like a lime green white Peter with a knife in his sight.
0: Did you catch it? They call me the Harvey Weinstein of 2019. Yeah. Also, fuck listening to that song. The, it's so hard to hear the lyrics because there's just this like... Static zzz. in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and also they vilify me like Bill O'Reilly um, as well as saying yeah. that they call me the Harvey Weinstein of 2019. Like, uh, no
0: one... That's that. They're not even... <laughs> at what point do you want to consider like has... I don't know what to say to that. It's, like, it's hard. It's hard to defend because that's what I've been trying to find out. Like, and it's not clever. It's not
1: clever, and people aren't trying to vilify you like Harvey Weinstein. So why are you saying that you're? Why are you making yourself in comparison to Harvey Weinstein? Like,
0: yeah, it's it's odd. I don't I don't really get it. Like, um, something he did maybe previously. I think he's made references to how he like has been compared to like Marilyn Manson. Because of because of like the um, like the Columbine shootings and how mm. like he was and he was used as like um, a lightning rod for like parents being like you shouldn't listen to his music the censorship his, yeah and censorship. his music should be banned because it's making kids do bad things right and at that point in time that was real and that was appropriate and it made sense and it was and it was like uh, sure. culturally significant for him to be being like I'm getting this flag so is Marilyn Manson what we're doing is actually maybe like Giving away for these kids to express themselves, right? Yeah. Um, but fast forward, like how many twenty years later or something like that, mm-hmm. the, using a this is just like completely not relevant in any way, and and really tasteless. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. I yeah. think that that's basically a huge clangor. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna move on to those kind of nights, um, which is obviously the song that they will play before featuring Ed Sheeran. Um, These lyrics you have to remember are coming from like a man in his late forties. With a daughter. With a daughter, and it's just like he just gives off this really like creepy uncle, like oh, it's just kind of gross. Let's
0: do it, yeah. And wearing a fedora, no less. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those kind of nights.
2: Like, oh my god, my whole iPod's filled with your songs I'm on my lawn to him I said, oh my god, you know my songs That's totally awesome, Mike Marshall, what's going on, eh?" (laughs) <laughs> Seriously though, jokes aside, how you doing? You straight? She said, "No, I'm bi." She said, "Are you drunk?" I said, "No, I'm high." I'm checking out the chick. She said, "So am I." It's also this What's thing of him
1: like bringing up how like bi might be something that you might not be aware of. Like also, oh, she's into girls. It's like it's really dated. Yeah. <laughs> like this the shock value of someone being bisexual. Like it's sort of like he's really showing his age there. Is that being like a?
0: But what, what I will say <laughs> is that. I've always loved the way that he does that. That He's got a the number voice. of characters. Yeah. His character for like the annoying like fangirl yeah, yeah, is yeah. pretty good. <laughs> like the, you know that song, uh, My Band? Yeah. Uh, he, like I, the, the the accent and the way that he delivers that verse in particular, regardless of the actual content, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this sounds sick. Like I really love this part of his, yeah. his voice. but. Yeah, Yeah, content. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like I say, I kind of
1: agree. Like it was funny when he used to do it, but then I'm also just like, you, you, you've already done it. Uh, (laughs) And the references that he brings in, like talking about like her listening to her iPod as well, it's like trying to update it. I'm
0: like, in in that reference, you don't. Did you pull out the part where he's literally like, uh, I think, like talking about the waiter and how he's going to abuse her or something? I didn't pull that one out. But
1: yeah, that one is definitely odd because it's like a reference to the Me Too movement, where uh, a girl he's he's eyeing up a a stripper base or a a waitress, and then she says you're harassing me, and he goes yeah so like that's that's literally the lyrics right okay cool yeah (laughs) so a girl calls him yeah anyway cool man exactly Um, a bit later in that song again ugh.
2: It's one of those kind of... OMG, like the gas in the tank, she's getting low on me. Says she wants to go with me. I said, go with you where? She said, out. I said, I'm a candle. I'll go out if you blow on me.
0: Uh, did you like that?
1: <laughs> the, fucking, the top rated comment on Genius for this, so- for this song is that line. Um, I said, go out with you where? She said, out. I said, I'm a candle. I'll go out if you blow on me. And somebody yeah. being like, that's fucking genius.
0: <laughs> it's the worst line. I'm a candle. I'll go out if you blow on me. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's not as bad as Ti's verse in um. Oh, what's that song with like Justin Timberlake? Is it Summer Love? Oh no no no. Um, Future. Oh, it's on one of the Justin Timberlake songs, and he's like, "That's why me. They call me Candle Guy simply because I am on fire." <laughs> something like that and you're just like whoa how did that get in? So it's not as bad as that but yeah it's yeah and one thing eminem does as well is he does these like wordplay like yeah yeah whatever the fuck you call that i don't know um what is it yeah it's like a wordplay word yeah, play. and then he'll explain it as yeah. if it needed to be explained but most of the time it's not that like clever. It's literally just like, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And they, they kind of
1: give you a little chuckle. They're always just like, huh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, like pupils and cornea. My pupils of rap are getting cornea, but cornea is something in the eye. That one's good. But it's just yeah. like, like, that's the whole, that's the shtick. Yeah. And it is a bit of a shtick. <clears throat> um, oh, all right. I have to do it. Uh, so on his last album, he had a lot of troubling lines with regards to, as Dale has mentioned, his violence against women thing. Um, he seems to have a really, he, not, he seems to, he has a really troubling view of women. Um, he, he, it's very disturbing the way that he does these fantasies. And obviously when, as Dale said, like, um, there are characters that he's done in the past in which those songs are particularly like striking because you might get like, you might explore a dark Avenue or something like in Stan, like that's obviously the most apparent example, but he hasn't ever stopped. He's never stopped this, like, idea of, like, you know, fantasizing about violence with women. Um, particularly entering the relationship is something that seems to... And this be, like, is his 11th album. Right, yeah. Yeah. And also his 47th year on this planet, like, trying to work out how to, like, relate to that. And it seems like he just can't work it out. So he, he, he talks on this album, like, he brings up Richard Ramirez and Christian Rivera, both on this album, who are both convicted murderers of women. Uh-huh. And he's not bringing them up to, like... <laughs> It's like almost just like, ex- like bringing them up, like, like they're just people that we should be thinking about. Yeah. Um, he just kind of talks about them uncritically. And like we've already talked about the references that he's brought up. Um, on the song Farewell, uh, he sort of sets out, he sets the scene from the very first few lines. Let's hear it.
2: For what it's worth, you were a slut at birth. If the world had a dick, you'd fuck the earth. I tried to get over you, it doesn't work. You're still a cunt, I'm still a fucking jerk. Same as it ever was. Yeah, say it'll change, but it never does. Ain't gonna ever cuz. You're the cause of my pain and the medicine. Never met someone who played games with my head as
1: much. Yeah, he, um he he. what he does that I think is is really troubling on these songs, because um, I'm going to play a little bit later where he does talk, like, about the actual violence he wants to commit on this woman. Um, But he gives it, like, a sense of equality. So he, he's always talking about how, like, yes, he's fucked up, but you're still a jerk. So... Like in this song, he says, I'm a cunt, but you're, but you're still a jerk. But no, no, you're a cunt, you're but a, I'm still I'm a, a jerk. jerk. Yeah. He says, uh, it's never going to change because you're the you're both my pain and my medicine, but I've never met someone who played with my head as much. So he, it's not like he's just saying, I'm messed up and and therefore I'm fucked up and I can't trust you, whatever. So that leads me to dark things. It's always this thing about, it's not just one-sided is the point I'm making, like, and he makes that very clear. Yeah, which,
0: um, to be fair, most nothing is ever really one side, or like most relationships involve like both you know both people interacting, like it's not a one-sided
1: thing. Absolutely, but but the issue with him is that it often leads to a violent end. Yeah, and and so you and it's th- never him getting killed or like. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a bit later in that song, like I was saying, he he goes on to say this. <laughs>
2: You want to choke, you want to love, you want to hate, you want to kill, you want to hurt, you want to heal, you Yeah, want to lose, you keep, you bruise, you beat, abuse, you treat, you mutual, it's juvenile, delusional, it's usual, you're beautiful, I'm average, I'm brutal, you're a savage, my ride or die, Jacob's always cruising, a bruising, yes, yeah, kind of like
1: we're trying to light a dynamite. So stick- again, he says like, I want to uh, keep you, bruise you, beat, abuse you and treat you mutual. So it's like, it's like that they've got this like obviously toxic relationship that he's sort of saying that it comes from both sides. But he doesn't seem to grasp the the notion that like men often kill women and women rarely kill men. This is a, an ongoing fact of, of society that he doesn't seem to understand that there is a difference between two people being unkind to each other or to like, you know, to not respect each other's relationship to then violent outcomes. to later where he says in the same, that that same segment, he says, my ride or die chick who's always cruising for a bruising. Mm. Um and I, I don't know, like I, I I, don't, again, I'm trying to like look on the, the to understand where he's coming from, but I don't see that there's any sense of fantasy or irony
0: or well, playing a character. It just seems to be him putting himself out there. Well, one thing is uh, he, as like a young troubled artist who like comes from a poor background, you, you have a certain license to play, like Tyler, the creator has done it. You have a certain license to play with these pretty dark themes yeah. because- it can be, it can be a way for you to like explore them and like almost like a, th- a self therapy thing. Yeah. But as like an extremely successful older man, yeah, like it doesn't work anymore. You can't, yeah. you can't do it. And it's and the world has also moved on from twenty years ago when he first came on. Yeah. E- even if this was like pretty on the nose, then it's definitely like yeah, yeah. Um. The the discussion has moved on from being like oh yeah, there's you know. V- Toxic, toxic relationships, but like, you know, it happens to being like, no, actually, regardless of what someone does, you're more likely to die if you're a woman than yeah. if you're a man in a relationship. And it's just like, yeah, this might have flown as like part of the conversation in like the 1950s or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't think he gets it. I genuinely don't.
1: Yeah. I think these these songs show it because it isn't any more like a fantastical relationship about like a crazed fan. Like in San, it just seems to be him talking about his relationships. mmm Several times on this album, like it just seems to be like a recount of what actually happened. Um, I'll just play a little bit more just from that that song, just to show
2: what I mean. One of us shot in the back, while attempting to flee. But i go to bed for you, you're honor, yeah.
1: So it's constantly playing with this thing about like the intense relationships that you know you've gotta look out for each other in the big scary world as well as because you might kill each other, but. <laughs> he also says one of us shot in the bank it shot in the back while attempting to flee it's like it's like from from your rap sheet it's going to be her <laughs> like you know um
0: yeah i mean i don't know if i need to say anything there's yeah. nothing more to say it's just like stop wouldn't it be awesome if instead of trying to chase the same avenue of success that he's had in the past mm. this like shock value like um, like extreme like uh, violence uh, fantasies. And wouldn't it be awesome if he if he came out with a record that was like talking about something else, like mm. maybe a political record or maybe something like maybe, like, you know what I mean? Like where he actually had something to say that was relevant to what was happening now, yeah. as opposed to trying to chase what worked for him in the past and is totally outdated. And like, you'd think that he would, as someone who is, Seems to be intelligent mm. and and ex- extremely good at what he does. Like uh, technically, yeah, 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 yeah. wouldn't it be amazing for him to do something relevant? Like that. Uh, it's just like it's a it's a real disappointment.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I and think it was
0: last time out.
1: Like it's yeah. still going. Yeah. It's crazy how how much he just hasn't seemed to progress. Um, but that I think is a good segue into the song "Darkness." Yeah. Um. So I will say if you haven't watched this film clip or heard the song, I would really genuinely recommend pausing this and watching it because it's like, it's pretty affecting regardless of what you think about it. I think it's like something that definitely is challenging. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is, now let me assuming you've watched it, obviously about him, <laughs> uh, shifting between a narrative that at first seems like it might be about him before a sage wondering if there's anybody gonna show up to his show to then eventually it becomes clear by the end of the song
0: that it's about the Las Vegas shooter. Um, It's just, it's quite well done. Like it's very, when you're listening to the song, it's not, you don't, really know until the very end what it's actually talking about. Like it's, it's a very well-crafted piece of like songwriting. I totally agree.
1: Literarily, like it's brilliant. It really is. Like it's so hard to follow and you're sort of a bit confused about what's going on. Like what is this situation? And then suddenly in that third verse, you, you, you sort of hop maybe two thirds of the way there and then it becomes clear that it is literally that person. It's, it's from his perspective, which is chilling. It's so chilling that whole song. Um, It's a tough issue for him to explore like because obviously we've just spoken about how he seems to have a struggle about like dancing Um, these lines. Yeah, understanding the nuances and violence and stuff like that. Nuance is exactly the word I'd use to describe. And I actually think on this song he does it well. Yeah. Um, And he has been generally speaking heavily criticized for the song. From what I've seen from like looking at different – News articles that come up. Generally speaking, there seems to be a consensus that he crossed a line, that um, he wasn't respectful to the family, and that the biggest criticism of, of all, or maybe the most interesting one for me, oh, is
0: sorry, the family of the
1: shooter, families of no, no, of the victims. Okay, um, Spencer Cornhaber, who is from the Atlantic Cornhaber, um, says if Eminem jolts fans into taking action to support gun control, that effect will have to be weighed against this grim fact one of today's best-selling musician musicians has humanized the perpetrator of the deadliest mass shootings in modern US history that's how he ends his article okay um he's he 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 makes the point throughout that that one of the best ways to reduce mass shootings in the US is by um reducing the amount of fame that the shooters receive so that's his angle the 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 journalist the journalist okay. um i don't actually agree no i don't i don't I I don't agree that that's what he like, or that that's the fault of Eminem in this song. Mm. If your goal is to reduce mass shootings, which I assume it should be. Dehumanizing shooters, as in making them completely other to humans so that we cannot understand, we cannot fathom uh, what got them to that point, to me seems like a bit of a dead end. Totally. Um, so the point that Eminem is making, I think he makes two points in this song, two, two strong points. One is that um, the perpetrator um, is kind of just like lost angry and doesn't have a clear motive for doing what he does. The second point that he makes is that this person has access to a, basically a, whatever guns he wants and a lot of prescription medications. and Exactly. Yeah. And, and he talks about that. Like he says, you know, he's got no prior records, so he could just get as many guns as he wanted. So he's making the point that like, firstly, people just do crazy shit
0: sometimes, which I think is true. Um, well, for, for reasons that are like societal and like, yeah, they're not they just do crazy shit. They, they do crazy shit because they're mentally unwell.
1: Mm, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't think that's the exact point he's making because I think that he's trying to say he doesn't have mental illness. Um, but but, but I do he... think that he says that oh. like the access to guns is a really big issue. And that's like one of the main points that he is making. Um, and the second point is that like, you know, people are like, like there are societal pressures on people that cause them to be lonely and to, to feel lost and to do whatever. And obviously the majority of people are going to feel lost and lonely and that's how they'll feel. And then a, a small subsect of that population are going to feel lost and lonely and do something insane like this. And so just by like, by the, what this, um, so so then exploring the reasons why somebody might get to that point to me is a, is a, is a valuable exercise to do. Why, why wouldn't you try to understand the person behind these things in order to try and prevent it, prevent it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, the idea of like, yeah, ignoring that this person is a human being and, and that there's a, there's a series of like cause and effect that, Resulted in this happening. And it's not like this is the only time it's ever happened. So there was one bad egg. It's like this keeps happening and there must be a reason. So why don't we try to understand these people?
1: Yeah. And And I don't think that that means that you're providing sympathy. I don't think that that means that he's like, I don't listen to that song. I do think it, in a sense, humanizes him, but I don't think that it is sympathetic. I don't think that it like defends or like is is celebrating that. I I think it's horrific. It's one of the most. Yeah, it's really like like what you said. Yeah. And I don't think any like I I think it's hard to listen to the song and and think that he's trying to defend the actions of the person. I think no, not at all. Looking at,
0: I think if that's your takeaway, then you've you're looking at it deliberately to 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 try and take something out of it that isn't there. Yeah, like you're you've got an agenda. Yeah. Um, Um, I will just play. Sorry, I was just gonna say like he can. He's obviously capable of doing this but there's there's 19 other songs on the record and there's nothing like this on those. I agree. Wouldn't it have been, he he could have released an EP of like three or four songs yeah. that were just like yeah. really on the nose and it would have just been like wow, where have you been man? This is cool. <laughs> but instead you get all the other shit anyway. So 8 9 10. So this is a bit this is actually the last lines
1: of the song.
2: Distance but if you'd like to know the Reason why I did this, you'll never find a motive. Truth is, I have no idea. I am just this stump. No signs of mental illness, just trying to show you the reason why we're so fucked. Because by the time it's over, we'll make the slightest difference.
0: So you're right. He's not saying, he says no signs of mental illness, but is that like no obvious signs?
1: No, this is the guy talking about himself. He's, he's saying, you won't find a motive why I did this. I don't even know why I did this. The world is just fucked. And well, he's making a lot of assumptions there because he yeah. doesn't he doesn't know why the guy did this. So no. like, but um, and he's saying at the end it doesn't make a difference. So it's like to me it's just like a, a like a, this person is just struck by complete nihilism and has like reached the like he thinks the world is fucked. And so like, yeah, looking yeah. into it is is surely an interesting avenue rather than just saying they,
0: they shouldn't be spoken about ever. Yeah, I mean this got pretty dark, but the song is dark and it's also the only song worth talking about on the record. <laughs> so like that's kind of why we went into it so deeply yeah Um, like but it doesn't make up for the rest of the album I don't think unfortunately yeah because I think you could be proud of this song mm-hmm. I agree Um it's the most arresting song I think we can go straight into ratings yeah yeah let's, let's rate this record cool um, shall we yeah go for it
1: it's time for your rating now yeah <laughs> Yeah, i don't know <laughs> where to go from there. My favorite song was You Gone Learn. Oh, um,
0: dear. Okay. Yeah.
1: The, I, I agree with what Dale said in that, like, that, that the Darkness song is definitely the most interesting song on the album, the only one that needs listening to. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> You Gone Learn, I yeah, we've spoken about it before. Five 59 kills it. The production for me is actually really
0: interesting, and um, both verses are pretty tight. Okay. Fair enough. I couldn't get past the chorus on that. I, my favorite song was Godzilla. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fair. I liked um, Juice World's part. Yep. I thought it. I thought it was interesting because on the last record, Eminem was so like dismissive of of all the sort of new gen SoundCloud rappers, and Juice World's definitely well, he just um, passed away. But um, oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty damn. I don't. I don't want to say that unless I know that's true. Godzilla is actually the one where I think
1: Eminem does his most uh, impressive like rapping as well he has sort of three quite distinct verses and shows off a little bit on it and um yeah, yeah it's, pretty, he, it's pretty he died good.
0: in december Damn. yeah yeah um, totally and i think he, he does did a great job on this song and, and it really worked and yeah and as you were saying like and that's just that's where we had the like the insanely like fast rapping at the end of it yeah yeah um the beat's cool i enjoyed listening to that song cool. yeah uh, least favorite song for
1: me was Those Kind of Nights. No surprise. That song is embarrassing, straight up.
0: Yeah, I that's d- it. <laughs> I didn't go for that song because even though it wasn't, I didn't like it that much. I didn't hate listening to it. Yeah. I really didn't like listening to Never Love Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we talked about the like extended Eminem choruses where yeah. he's singing and just kind of ruined the vibe. And also like, I didn't need to hear a song from Eminem about like, like a soppy love song. I don't know. It just didn't sit with me at all. There's a lot of songs like, I think that can be described as that. Yeah. All right. Uh, How, how many, um, how many frame boys out of 11 does this album get?
1: Um, We have been pretty scathing on this, Totally. I I think, which is maybe slightly unfair because I think that there is some points of interest on it. Um, Mm -hmm. My genuinely, no, my biggest criticism is that he seems still really out of touch and just needs to get his shit together and maybe stop making music. (laughs) My second criticism would be the length and like just the amount of songs that didn't need to be on here again. Like the first 10 songs are actually kind of interesting. Like you might not love them, but like to to me that they were kind of interesting. And then again, like the second 10 just almost could have been chopped off and that would have been it. And then it would have been brought up, uh, brought up a little bit. Brought
0: it up. Um, You (laughs) have. Anyways, (laughs) I'm going to give it a... Five. I'm giving it a four. I I think there's one good I think there's one song worth releasing on this record yeah. that actually adds to his legacy. Yeah. His yeah. his artistry. I think the rest some of them are okay. A lot of the featuring verses are quite good. Definitely. But, but yeah. the beats aren't even that good on those records. So I'm just like, well Yeah. Didn't need those songs didn't need to come out. Yeah. So uh yeah, four. It's not but I think I'm being very harsh on this record, for whatever reason, whatever headspace I was in listening to it. This felt like a job this week. Yeah. Listen, every time I listened to it, I was like, I don't want to do this. So um, I might live to regret this rating. But yeah, four out of eleven. I don't think you will. <laughs> All right. I believe in you. Should we get into something that's a little more lighthearted? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because um, we've had two. <laughs> we've had a few comments uh, in the over the last a week or so, which is always amazing. Definitely hit us up if you think we're wrong about something or if you like what we're doing. But someone called Blue Bloomer Boy, <laughs> Bloomer Boy uh, commented on our Selena Gomez video saying, because uh, I said that I thought the song Ring from Selena Gomez was chasing the Havana oh, yeah. um, feel mm-hmm. and, I, and I thought it just didn't work as well. This person probably very accurately and rightly pointed out that Ring is... If Ring is chasing Havana, then Havana is absolutely ripping off the song Same Old Love, which was on Selena's oh. previous album. And if you listen to the two songs, I don't have the, the the clips here, but if you listen to the beginning of Havana and the beginning of Same Old, Old Love, they're pretty much identical. Mm. Um, so fair play to Selena. I guess I guess it doesn't, you know, people copy people all the time, but fair play, I'm happy to admit that, um, yeah, maybe Camilla was the first one to rip to rip on Selena. <laughs> Second thing, which I think was Jake's favorite comment of the week, was um, from Hey, Hey, Wow, Ragual. Hey, Wow, Um Catchy. And then <laughs> hey said on, um, oh, which video was it? Taylor Swift? On the test. The this end. One we're talking about? The End is the Star. Oh, that one. <laughs> I thought you were talking
1: about the, false gods is for intellectuals. No, uh, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No, that was classic. The end is the star. What a mystery this was. Someone just literally commented twice, no less.
0: Yeah. The end is the star. The end is the star. If anybody could tell us what the hell they're talking about, that would be cool. Other than our new prayer. Or the end is or they're just saying like the end of the show is the best part of the show, which i I'm I can get down with. Yeah. This if you've stayed this long, you're definitely having a good time. The end is a star. The end is a star. So um any other things, any other points of interest? Um, should we just talk for another half hour about the lyrics? Or Oh yeah, if we could go into the song Darkness again, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. No, look, tell a friend, tell an enemy, oh, um, subscribe and like, do all that shit. Also, if you want to listen to us and not look at us, which would be perfectly understandable, we're on Spotify, we're on like Apple Podcasts, and I think you'll be able to find us. Um, and SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud. We're SoundCloud rappers. Pretty much. Uh, this has been cool uh, next time I'm sure we're going to be listening to a better album you'd hope so yeah at least a more entertaining one yeah let's hope we'll uh, try and make it a bit more lighthearted next week yeah fuck we got so dark <laughs> yeah <laughs> couldn't help it the song was called Darkness but if you believe in a thing called love then uh, come <laughs> come and catch us next time alright bye for now love ya welcome back to
1: Shades of Pooh
0: 50 Shades of Pooh I just did a poo. Yeah, you did. That's good, um, actually. Well thanks. done. Yeah, it was. It was really flushed out by the coffee.